or anything anymore. We are golden. How's it going, everybody? Today we are we are everyday nerds, and today we are talking about quite possibly a really good movie. Not the greatest movie. That's that's coming up next. Well, soon. No, 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 no. We talk about the greatest movies. Those are later, later down the months. <laughs> yeah, later down the months. Those are coming up. These are just good movies, in our opinion. This is just a little teaser to the greatest three movies ever made. This is just a little teaser. That's all this is. So what's your two favorite parts? Let's start with that. Well, I like how you don't even introduce us for one, just besides we're everyday nerds, and then just out of nowhere. So what's your favorite two parts? Well, from which movie? Because you didn't even describe to them what movie we're talking about. Well, we are starting with uh, The Hobbit, The Unexpected Journey, then we're going to go to the second one, then we're going to go to the third one, and then we will be Desolation going... Desolation of Smaug, and then Battle The Battle of, of Five Armies. Yep, and then we will be going to... Then we'll, we will be reviewing... Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the After Rings. After this short break. Yep, and then after Fellowship, it's the Two Towers, and after the Two Towers, it is Return of the King. Might sneak a game in there, too. Really yeah. depends on how you want to go in there, because the Third Age was a great game. But we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> but I am Global Outcast, and my co-host is the ever-lovely anime shogun i mean it took him forever to fucking introduce us here just right off the bat we're everyday nerds so what's your two favorite moments well get it right it's the anime shogun <laughs> you yell at me for doing that so i have to i have to get back at you yeah today's one of those days that i don't give a shit <laughs> so i i watched the movie today what is your two favorite parts I think one of the most memorable parts for me was when the dwarves show up. That oh, that's gonna be that was one of my favorite. And parts. And they they start like singing. Yep, that was gonna be one of my favorite parts. Like for me, that was more of like a memorable thing. And then he was all freaking out over all of his food being basically gone and. <laughs> They basically restocked his food in like one night and he's like, wait, what? Yeah. Alright, since you took that part, I think my first part will have to be his riddles with Gollum. Oh, the riddles with Gollum. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. Yep, yep. I liked the introduction of Gollum and how he was all like filthy goblins is. I can't yeah. do the voice, otherwise I do the voice a lot. Andy Andy Circus does an amazing voice. He is a godsend when it comes to voices. You know, there's well, we'll get into that when we get into Star Wars. But anyway, there's a there's a meme where you see him literally force grab the lightsaber when he's in the mocap suit. And they're all like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> There's actually a fun fact about one of the orcs when we come, when uh, we get to that movie. Which I will explain when we get to that movie. 
Right. But yeah, for me, I'd have to say it was the them chanting or singing. Yep. I think was a good one. Your second one? How they were taking bets on if Bilbo was going to show up or not. <laughs> I, I liked how uh, Gandalf won. Right? <laughs> I think my second favorite part would have to be the brown wizard. The br Oh, Radagast the brown. Yep. Radagast. Yep, I he's anything that happened to do with him was he was always my favorite. Half of that has to do with the fact that he's also a time lord, but that's neither here nor there. Wait, what? He's uh he plays a, he plays the doctor. The guy who plays oh. Radagast the Brown is also a doc is also plays the doctor. Oh, gotcha. I was like, wait a minute, what the hell are you talking about? It's like half the reason why I like him. <laughs> the other half of the reason he's just so kooky and fun. He's yeah, lost I his. I think that's why a lot of people like him. He lost his fucking marbles. So if you yeah, can... my second part would be like when they're taking bets. Yeah. So if you had. So if you can exp... so if you could explain one part of the movie, in like better detail. What part of the movie would you want to explain more? I would probably go more into the lore of uh, the White Orc. Okay. Okay. Like that whole situation, I think I'd be doing more of that. Okay. Yeah. You really don't see much more uh, white orcs in the uh, Lord of the Rings franchise. Not, not even so much that. It's just more of, like, there is a whole untold story there. Yeah. Like, that is literally a gold mine for a story. Yeah. I can't remember where I heard it, but I heard somewhere that orcs are just defaced elves. No, that was the Urukai. Okay, okay. The Urukai was you took orcs, actual orcs, and you bred them with elves. Okay. That was the Urukai. Okay. Because you actually had mountain orcs. Mm-hmm. Because there was orcs and there was goblins. Yep. And to make the Urukai, they made, they basically uh, crossbred elves with, with orcs. Yeah. Crossbred may not have been the word to go with there, but you get the point. Yeah. I think I'd like to go more into the necromancer. Well, you know who the necromancer is, don't you? If I remember correctly, that's Sauron. Yes, it's just Sauron. There's a story... That's all the necromancer is, is there? it's just, just Sauron. Yeah, yeah, because th th there's a story between him and Morgoth, his the guy who he follows. There's a story there that I would. That's his master, not who he follows. Like, be careful how you word that, because when you word that, you could be referring to like a religion, and he doesn't follow him like a religion. It was his master. Touche, touche. That's why. That's why Mordor is so big as it as it is because 
essentially, from my understanding, was uh, Mount underneath Mount Doom was where Morgoth was. Yeah. There's a story there that I would love to li- I would love to watch. The story between Morgoth and Sauron, and how Sauron became yeah, a necromancer. That's what I'm talking like. That's why I'd like to see them do like a second movie, like the second age, or even the first age. Yeah. So, what characters are you excited to see in the second movie when we review the next one? Ooh, uh, Legolas. I've heard he wasn't in the original book, which I'm excited to. Uh, which, once I get to that, I'm excited to see hear about. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see Smog. Smog was was good. Uh. Smog definitely had a very important role. Yeah. Throughout the movies. Yeah, he really did. I liked... Because one thing I've learned about doing some research about the J.R.R. Tolkien universe is... With these movies that they did versus The Rings of Power is they're not trying to change anything. They're respecting the franchise. Yeah. And you can sh- you you can see in The Hobbit, in the Lord of the Rings franchise, they're not changing anything. They're respecting the franchise. They're respecting the work. And it shows. And I don't think uh, even Christopher Lee would, have been, would be in it if they didn't respect the work. Because he's a huge, huge fan. Yeah, I was actually so much surprised to see him. I was too in the first one when I first time when when I first watched it. I was too. I mean, I was happy to see him, but seeing how much of a like of of a fan he is was oh. just awesome. Oh yeah, I would, that, oh yeah. That also reminds me. I'd also like to see how he became. From the White Wizard to a follower of Sauron. Power. Mm, true. They the unspoken thing that you don't realize with it is power. He looked at it like he wanted to essentially like secure his future. And the way he looked at it was there was literally no other way to uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like, securing his future, in a sense, if that makes any sense to you. Like, I'm trying to think of the word to use for it, but... Yeah, I don't know much. I've only really ever watched the movies. My This is my first time ever reading the books. I've read the books. I did not read much of The Hobbit, but I did read, like, the actual, like, first book, the second book, the third book. Yeah. So, you know more about this shit than I do. I do, but I don't. That'd be awesome to get a. That'd be awesome to get a Lord of the Rings expert on here one day. Just talk about everything Lord of the Rings. I. What's 
Hmm. What's one thing you would change if you could about this movie? Probably add a little bit more to the journey than essentially just having them fucking walking everywhere. Yeah. I think I'd add a little bit of more fight scenes between the orcs and the dwarves. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Although that uh, scene between the mountain trolls and the them were actually pretty good. That actually gets referenced in one of the movies. Yeah, I know. The first one. <laughs> During the birthday party. <laughs> Not only that, in the first one, you actually see them come across where the three were turned to stone. Oh, I can't wait to watch that when we get to it. That'll be fun. Because in the Fellowship, when they leave the Shire, uh, Bilbo, or not Bilbo, Frodo is kind of like, son of a bitch, he was right. I love Gandalf and his weird trickeries and stuff. Yeah, him and his fucking riddles and shit. I love the fact in the movie, because in most fantasy, most fantasy movies with wizards, I like wizards. But in most wit fantasy movies, the wizards they all do, they always do these hand movements and things, and it seems to be like they're drawing power by making them seem more big. Whereas Gandalf, it seems to me he's kind of keeping it low as a surprise. Oh, yeah. You you don't actually see literally. I found this out when I played one of the games. I was playing one of my games, right? It was Battle for Middle-Earth uh, 2. Okay. And I had found out that... Uh, oh, excuse me. That Gandalf has a, has a move called the Word of Power. Oh. To give you just a blank idea of what it looks like... Uh, it is literally like a nuke going off. Huh. Well, yeah, he doesn't. That is that that is his ability. It's literally like a nuke going off, and it is ridiculous. Huh. Never really knew that. Well, because in towards the end of the movie, when they when the orcs had them on the trees, he did two spells, and. The first spell was, I really don't know if it was a spell or not, he told a moth or a butterfly or whatever the fuck it was to go get, you know, the bird, the giant eagles to help. Sent a message. And then he sent a couple pine cones on fire and start, and they had, he had everyone started throwing the pine cones that were on fire down at the orcs. And it wasn't no flashy thing like that. It was just quick little, you know... Here's to start the fire, make the fire go long, make the fire go bigger, and then toss. Which I thought was awesome. Cause yeah. to me that makes you think, what other kind of tricks does he have up his sleeve? So what other what other character? What 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 character did you like the most in the the first movie? The brothers. The brothers. I like the fat guy. Uh Gimli's grandpa or Gimli's dad? 
He was a really, really rotund guy. That's all I remember. The reason why I liked him is they threw one piece of food on him and he broke the freaking bench. Yeah, I think that was Gimli's father. I don't think that's Gimli's father. I think Gimli's father is... I think Gimli's father is... Because I know he's the young pup and his... There's... Just to get... Because you're all... So there's Gloin, I believe, who is the master of Moria. He is the white... I believe he's the white beard one, like the, the keeper of knowledge. I believe. His father is Yes, and Gloin was a bigger guy because Gloin had a locket of Gimli and his wife. Yeah. I just remember the really, really, really rotund guy. Yeah, yeah, that was, like I said, it was either Gimli, or not Gimli, but I think that Gloin, because Gloin is the one that has the locket full of their... But anyway, my, my favorite is the brothers. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, yeah, his father, yep, okay. Yeah, the brothers were really good. I like the brothers. I'm, ex I'm actually kind of excited to see that locket scene in the second one. To be honest. I finished my drink on Kind of excited to see that second one, you know, to see to see the locket scene in the second one because you get to learn a little bit about Gimli. Yeah, because it's Gloin who shows it, and I believe it's in the second one, and they're in Fangorn Forest. No, Mirkwood. It was Mirkwood that they're in I just because there's the webs. I think they were in some sort of jail. Yeah, they entered Mirkwood because it was uh, Thranduril. I butchered that, but <coughs> Legolas's father is the uh, one in charge of Mirkwood. And Mirkwood, half of the forest was, the whole forest was turning dark because of uh, the necromancer and the spiders were coming down from the mountains. Mm-hmm. Because Fangorn Forest is the one with the Ents. Mirkwood is the home of Legolas, which had the spiders. They were traveling through Mirkwood, and Legolas and a bunch of the other elves popped up because there was so much bad blood between the elves and the the dwarves. Yeah. And Legolas made an insult to Gloin with his necklace, and he's like, is that your wife? Or Is that your son or your wife? And he's like, that's my, my wife, I believe. And like he that, just he took so much offense to it. I like how Legolas was a dick at this in, in that in the Hobbit series. Well, yeah, he was. It was due to the bad blood between dwarves and elves because the elves there was a treaty in place between all of them, and when Smaug had first entered, you know, tried to take out go for the mountain. And they wanted to keep it. 
they had recalled on the elves to help, but seeing how the how smog essentially are how smog was talking attacking everybody, Thandriel was like, Nope, I'm not gonna subjugate my people to this. Yeah. By the way, the fat guy is Bomber. Oh, okay. Because there's, yeah, one that ate the whole block of cheese. Yeah. That's who you're t- who you're referring to. Yeah, I like Bomber. <laughs> like, they're like, when he's like, I'll take the cheese or the Gouda. And he's like, he eats it by the block. Yeah, he's a big guy. I... That's who you're referring to. Yeah. Yeah, but I knew about the bad blood between the elves and the dwarves. Because it makes a good... It, 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 I, I liked in the beginning of it when it talked about the ba- uh, how Moria... How they, found the, how they found the heart. And... When Smog, Smog came... Yep, the heart of the mountain. Yep. And, would, and then when Smog came, they were cast out of the castle. They had nowhere else to go. And then it shows up... And then it kind of leads into Bilbo Baggins... And everything like that. You see a little bit of Frodo before, like a pre, like shows, but moments before uh, the first movie, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, and it shows. I, I liked a. I like stuff like that because it shows a little bit of the details into the life of that kind of world. And it shows the detail that you can get it, uh, you can put into it, and the details you can miss. And one thing I actually would like to see more of is the dwarves kind of homestead. Well. But you do see the dwarves' homestead. Well, I mean, like their lifestyle, their, you know, what their daily lives are like, shit like that. You do. They're miners. That that is their day to day lives. In the very beginning, they talk about how they literally mined in there, because that's how they found the the heart of the mountain. Well, yeah, I know that, but I'm talking about like. If Peter Jackson did... You're uh, talking about just everyday stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, I see, I have to disagree. I don't want to see that. I th- not, not like a whole series. Maybe like a mini-series or some shit like that. I think would be interesting. I'm going to have to disagree on that. I think it'd be interesting. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to disagree on that because <laughs> in that time frame, I'm good with seeing how their life is now as miners. I'd be more interested to see how in like the later movies how they came across the uh, the Balrog. Yeah, well, they dig. They uh, it says in the books that they dug down too deep and they woke. Right, up. but you don't really see how. Like, I want to see that first encounter. Yeah. Like, were a bunch of them butchered and killed? That'd be a great, like, miniseries type thing. That's what I'm talking. Like, you know, introduce the Balrog instead of just 
basically sitting there saying saying about the Balrog, uh, then boom, you've got the Balrog. Yeah. That'd be a really good miniseries still. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So is there any scenes in the particular next one you're excited to talk about? Um. Well, let me rephrase that. Is there any scenes that you're excited to watch again and talk about? Definitely the ending more. The introduction to Lake Town. Yep. Those are all good. I can't remember if you see more Gollum or not. Uh, I want to say kinda. I'm excited to see. Um, God, what he—he's the dude that kind of looks like. Um, he played Gaston in the live-action uh, Beauty and the Beast movie. I can't remember his name. I'm yeah, ex- Luke Evans. Thank he you. plays Dracula and Dracula Untold. Great movie. Not, not what we're going to talk about today, though. But yes, I'm excited to see him. I remember he's in it. I don't remember what character he plays. He plays the... Uh, there's a name for it. It's It's not the Fisher, but something else. He's, he, he has some badass scenes. Yeah, he's related to... His people were called the uh, the Dragon Slayers. Yeah. Fairy Man, I believe is what they called him, was the Fairy Man, or something along those lines. Something along those lines. We'll see it in the next one when we watch it. But I have some questions for uh, the viewers. What are some of your favorite scenes from the first one? Anything you liked, anything you disliked about this movie, anything you guys would want to change, leave them down in the comments. Anything you want to add to the viewers? Yeah, fucking hurry the fuck up and let's end this shit already. (laughs) I am Global Outcast, and that has been the Anime Shogun. Say bye, Anime Shogun. Fuck you.